When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's more money with leading economist Steve Moore. Stephen Moore is with us, economist. With more than 30 years' experience as an economist and as a leading thinker of government on business, showing deep understanding of the shifts in the global economy, he's leading economist Steve Moore with more money on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Now, here's your host, Steve Moore. Hello, folks. This is Steve Moore, economist. You're listening to the More Money Show. It is always my great high privilege to uh, speak with you and and talk to you. And we will be taking your calls at the uh, bottom of the hour. That's my favorite part of this show. It is the More Money Show. We talk about politics. We talk about the economy. We talk about the money in your pocketbook. By the way, the money in your uh, savings accounts and in your paychecks are shrinking every week because of this Biden inflation which is out of control. We just saw these new numbers that came out two days ago that inflation over the last year is growing at 8%. That is, everything's 8% more expensive today on average than it was a year ago when Trump left office. But if you look at just the last couple of months, inflation is now running at uh, an annualized rate of 10%, which is really high. I mean, for those of you who are Born before, say, 1964, you probably remember the um, the high inflation we had in the 70s under Jimmy Carter. Actually, it began just to be, uh, you know, fair to both parties. <laughs> the inflation began under Nixon, and then it, it accelerated under Ford, and then Carter came in, and it wasn't until Reagan came in that we were able to conquer that inflation. But it was a killer. Now, I got to tell you, folks, this is uh, the cruelest tax of all, this high inflation. And it is a tax. It is a tax. <laughs> if if uh, Joe Biden were here right now, as he repeated the claim he's made a thousand times, I'm not taxing anybody who makes less than $400,000. No, every time you go to the gas pump, every time you go to the grocery store, every time you go to the hardware store, you are paying an 8%. It's almost like a sales tax. You know how when you go when you go to the you know store you you get that depending on what state you live in five six seven eight percent increase in in the in the in the tab and uh on the receipt because of the tax well add another eight percent because that's really what this inflation is it's a it's a tax on everything that you and i buy now i guarantee you my rich liberal friends who are many of what who are millionaires and some are billionaires do you think they care about inflation do you think they care if, you know, it costs, you know, 25, 30, 40 cents more to buy a loaf of bread or it costs 15, 20, 25 dollars more to fill up their tank? No, <laughs> this doesn't affect them at all. It affects the middle class. It affects people. If you're a senior citizen and you're living on, you know, you've li- spent your whole life building up your savings. So maybe you have 200, 300, 500,000, hopefully you have maybe more than that in your savings from your lifetime of, of working. This tax is this this inflation 
what it does every year is it's just eroding the value of your savings. So this is a, I believe this is a crisis. This isn't just a problem. This has turned into a crisis. And what bothers me the most is that there is no solution. Somebody tell me the solution. In other words, what is Biden proposing that is going to stop this increase in prices? Now, the other day, I think this was either Friday or Thursday, the uh, Democrats came up with this idea of a new um, uh, excess profits tax on the oil and gas industry. But wait, 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 wait a minute. If you want the oil and gas industry to produce more oil and gas, which Biden says he wants them to do, why would you put a special tax on them? <laughs> I mean, economics is not that complicated, folks, right? If you tax something, you get less of it. Let me say that again. If you tax something, you get less of it. Why do we tax people who smoke? Because we want people to smoke less. You know, why do, why do we tax people who speed, you know, with tickets? Because we want, we want people speeding on the highway. So why, if we want to produce more oil and gas, somebody please explain to me how a special tax on the oil and gas industry is going to lead to more oil and gas. It's not. It's going to lead to less, and it's going to lead to higher prices, not less. Um, I'm frustrated by this. I'm irate that uh, what is happening in Congress, because I think most people understand that the impetus for this massive inflation we're seeing right now, which, by the way, really is the worst in 40 years, four decades since we've had inflation like this. Most people, many people, if you, again, if you were born after 1970, you probably never experienced anything like this before. You've never seen inflation like this. Um, the match that lit this bonfire of raging inflation was the out-of-control multi-trillion dollar spending bills. I warned about this. I warned about this on this show, on a Larry Kudlow show, and on Fox News, and Fox Business News, and anybody who will listen, that if you have runaway spending, if you're printing money in the hundreds of billions and trillions of dollars that we don't have, and then you're borrowing all this money, and then you're printing all of this money, folks, is it really that hard to connect the dots here and see that this is going to lead to inflation. I know most of you understand this because I always boast to people, I've got the smartest audience in America that listen to this show, but I don't understand why nobody in Washington seems to understand that. Now, I ragged against the Democrats and Joe Biden, so I want to be uh, uh, bipartisan here and say that the Republicans, shame on the Republicans in Congress, too. They voted, many of them, not all of them, many of them did for this crazy $1.5 trillion spending bill in the midst of out-of-control debt, out-of-control inflation, out-of-control gas prices, and out-of-control inflation and everything else we buy. They're increasing the government spending. (laughs) It's exactly the opposite of what they're doing. It's like, you know, if you have... I go into the hospital and you have a broken arm and they, they, uh, they uh, you know, operate on the wrong arm. I mean, that's how crazy these people are in terms of dealing with the crisis at hand. And um, I'll make one other quick point. And then, um, uh, by the way, I will be taking your calls. And what I'd like to do, I'm still waiting. This is the third week. For those of you regular listeners, you know, for the last three weeks, I've challenged any liberal listening to this show or any Democrat listening to this show, please, please call in on the More Money Hotline 
add me how Biden's policies on energy and inflation, explain them to me, defend those policies, defend them to me, because I really, I want to hear from somebody. And for three weeks straight, nobody, we've gotten a lot, you know, the, the, the board lights up with calls, but they're all people who are taking my position, which is the, the, this is a crazy, a new craziness we're facing. So please, if you're a Democrat liberal, I'll be very respectful. I, I truly want to understand the logic of what this administration is doing. And if you can defend that, great. I want to hear from you. Uh, so far, I've heard no defense whatsoever, because it seems to me these positions are truly indefensible. They're against America. Now, uh, we're going to break in just a minute. I want to say this. I am. Uh, I live in Washington, D.C. We have a winter wonderland out here. We had got knocked with about four inches of snow last night. It's actually really pretty out right now. I think New York, the New York area got hit by this storm as well. And so uh, get out. This is one of my lessons I always say. After the show is over, get out. Go for a walk in Central Park or go for uh, a run or get out in the snow with your kids and pack a snowbound. It is really uh, it is really beautiful out there right now, at least where I live. Um, so anyway, we will be right back. Um, that, by the way, I'm going to make one other quick point. I, I want to just do a shout out to my friend John Katsimides, who is in the energy industry. He knows more about this than anybody. He is the owner of the station. WABC is what you're listening to, talk radio. It is the number one talk radio station in these United States of America. So it is. Uh, I just want to do a shout out to him. He's really built this radio station into an incredible powerhouse. And I am incredibly flattered to be part of the team. We'll be taking your calls at one 800 uh, 9444. Uh, as soon as we get, um, we're going to hear from Ryan and Bob Payne about the financial situation. You've got to listen closely because these are precarious times. And at the bottom of the hour, we will be back taking your calls. How do we fix this inflation problem? We'll be right back. This is More Money with economist Steve Moore. Now, Steve Moore. Hey, it's Ryan Payne and Bob Payne on this week's More Money from Payne Capital Management. Of course, that's P-A-Y-N-E talking about the market, the economy, your financial independence, retirement. And Bob, man, oh man, inflation, the number came even hotter this month, 7.9%. I mean, what's going to happen here? Is this going to be like the 70s? And I know you lived it. You invested money in the 70s. You lived it during the 70s. Are we going into that hard stagflation. What's going on here, Bob? You know, Rod, there's a lot of fear out there and there's a lot of reasons to be fearful, right? You got the war in Ukraine continues. NATO's fighting back with economic sanctions on, um, you know, one of the largest economies in the world uh, in Russia. These are unprecedented uh, you know, sanctions. And meanwhile, the Federal Reserve still expected to raise rates next week, tighten uh, financial conditions. So, you know, the thing that's shocking right now isn't that inflation's going up is that the market's not crashing. Well, it's been volatile, though. Let's be, let's be real here. I mean, we are seeing huge swings every single day in the financial markets. Uh, but to your point, Bob, it's kind of like when you, when you start looking at what's going up, what's going down, the question always is, which market? That's true. That's true, because you look at things like wheat and corn and copper and oil, or just look at the gas pump. Right. Those markets are going parabolic, right? They're going straight up. I mean, they're in a parabolic curve and you look at it on a chart and it looks like they can go higher. So, you know, you have anything that's commodity related 
is doing really well. Oil stocks made an all-time record high, or at least a 52-week high, put it that way. Um, and you're seeing any commodity rate at making 52-week high. So it isn't a stock market. It's a market of stocks, and you just have to make sure you're diversified. It's the only way to hedge your bets here. Well, that's right, because, you know, a couple of themes that we've talked about for a long time, and we talked about energy, you know, literally like last year, we said, you know, look at the way the economics are. Yeah, energy prices are probably going to continue to go higher just because we know peak oil demands not for another 10 years. <laughs> you know, So, you know, all this talk about more environmentally friendly solar, wind and all of that, that's great. But it's years in the future that actually is going to be something that's going to move the needle when it comes to our energy source. So, you know, we're seeing that happen right now. But the, the other thing that you have to think about right now, too, is interest rates continue to go higher. And it's something you have to be really careful about in your portfolio because we talk about it week after week. Those bond funds, Bob, they get hit really hard every time interest rates go up. Yeah, they do. And they don't have a maturity date. Yeah, you know, I don't mind owning a CD or treasury bond, municipal bond, a corporate bond, because one day I know even if it's down every day that I own it, there's a maturity date, a due date where I get 100% of my money back and I get to try again. You know, it's kind of like going to the racetrack, making a bet and you lose, but they give your money back and you try again. There's no risk when you own the bond. When you have a bond fund, it's really bad. I didn't know you played the ponies, Bob. It's uh, that's news <laughs> to me. Um, but, you know, look, I mean, look, and everything right now is, is, is definitely in tumult, right? I mean, we have, we have no idea how it's going to end uh, in Ukraine. Hopefully cooler heads will prevail, but we don't know right now. The market doesn't, you know, it doesn't like uncertainty, but you know, there is a lot of great economic data out there right now. I mean, we looked at the amount of jobs available right now is close to 11 million job openings here in the U S we know wages are going up. Um, you know, we saw the unemployment numbers come down significantly last week, you know, we're at 3.8% unemployment. And if you look at the, the U S household and look, I realize a lot of people still struggling with this pandemic, and Bob, we're coming into what we call this great reopening. You know, people are poised to spend money, and that's what moves the needle when it comes to the economy. You know, Rye, you're up in New York, and I'm down in Florida, and Florida's been open for a while, so we're not seeing that. a great reopening. <laughs> it's just insane down here with the cars and the restaurant. You can't get into a restaurant. You can't even drive down the street. There's so many cars. What's happening up in Manhattan? I mean, they've been a little more restricted. It looks like the economy's starting to boom up in New York now. It really is. I mean, you saw the restrictions come off this past week. Um, we had warm weather on Sunday and Monday, and then it magically went away. But you saw a lot of people out and about, and we've seen COVID cases come down like, something like 80%, right, from peak cases. And, you know, you're really seeing those animal spirits. And again, we're in the Northern Hemisphere as the weather gets warmer. Uh, we know anecdotally just from our clients, people are going to go on a lot of trips this summer. So I think, you know, the dangerous thing you can do here, Bob, and we talk about this a lot on the show is, you know, it sounds so, so good to sit in cash, sounds so smart, but with inflation at almost 8%, the economy about to boom, you know, you don't want to be sitting in cash right now, even though there's so much uncertainty and reality as an investor, uncertainty is your friend. Well, it sounds like to me, Ry, you're answering the question that every investor who's listening to us right now is asking, Ry, are we headed into a big, bad bear market? Or is this simply a correction on an ongoing bull market? What say you? Well, what say me? Uh, well, I mean, history will tell you that we've seen a lot of corrections like this in the past, right? Over the last decade, we've seen about four 10% corrections or more, not counting the pandemic. That was a much bigger correction. And every time, Bob, uh, the recovery has been magnificent, right? If you look out the next 24 months, you know, we're up close to like 25% on the S&P 500. 
So, and if you look at conflict specifically, and we talked about this on the show last week, all these different regional conflicts we've had over the years, it doesn't tend to put the economy into a recession or the market into a bear market. So the odds are this is going to recover. It's going to recover in a big way. This is probably just a stock market correction. And right, it's what we say every week. Investing is so hard. It's so counterintuitive, right? The last two months have been volatile. They've been scary. They've been fearful. But they've been filled with opportunities, great buying opportunities in the last good months. You know what I always say? Good prices don't come with good news, right? They come with bad news. And that's the thing. Risks are elevated, but that's where you get the best opportunities to invest. That's where the best prices occur. And if you wait till, they're, till you're certain, what happens? Yeah, you missed the boat. And it's more important right now because, look, you're probably living off your portfolio for retirement or you're preparing for retirement and you just can't sit in cash, right? And the magic to investing, we talk about it all the time, is that compounding of your money. And that's why this year, like stocks like Berkshire Hathaway, right, that are very, very sensitive to what's happening in the economy are up this year. You know, a, a lot of your portfolio right now, if you're diversified, will be up this year. They're paying dividends, paying cash flow. That's how you win the game here. The, the independence, the financial independence game, it's not sitting in cash worrying, it's getting a game plan in place. Yeah, I always, I, that's always been my favorite way to invest, right? I get paid while you wait to become wealthier. I mean, that's the thing. You can't control volatility. You can't predict what's going to happen day to day. But you do know when you own stocks that pay dividends, every three months you get a check. When you own bonds that come due, every day you accrue interest. So you actually can have a portfolio where you're making money every day and you don't have to worry about or even concern yourself about the, the crazy volatility that's going on. You can't because it's impossible, right? I mean, it's literally impossible. Bob, look, we listen to every strategist on Wall Street. We make fun of them because usually wrong. And at the beginning of the year, there was no strategist out there that said, you know what? I just suspect this year that Putin, he's going to invade Ukraine <laughs> and he's going to try to take over. It's going to push oil prices to the moon. It's going to push commodity prices up. All those disruptive technology stocks are just going to go plummet. We don't know how this conflict could be resolved, but these are things that we can't control. No, and, and I'll tell you what, right? when these conflicts or this conflict is resolved, then we move on to the next brick in the wall of worry. See, stock markets, bull markets, they climb a wall of worry, and there's never a time where somebody sets off a siren and gives you an all clear. Because once Ukraine is settled, then the worry is going to be, well, what happens if he invades some of the Baltic states? Or what happens if he goes after a non-NATO company, right? What happens to all that collateral from these Russian country from the, from Russia that are no longer worth anything? Are there any loans out to the oligarchs where they're confiscating their property? So there's always a concern. But meanwhile, business continues to do business and earnings continue to be generated and dividends continue to be paid. So you got to put on your blinders. You've got to follow your strategy. You got to stick to your knitting and make sure that you're in the right parts of the market, not the overvalued long duration assets we've been warning you about. And if you're thinking to yourself right now, like, I need a game plan here. I can't just sit in cash. I can't just sit in my portfolio with blinders on and not have a game plan for my financial independence retirement. Here's your shot to do it. We have, literally have 10 slots. We keep them open every week. If you have over $750,000 saved for retirement, Bob and I will run for you our total financial master plan, and we'll do that with no obligation or cost. It's a full holistic review where we'll look at everything. There's no firm out there will do this work up front. We're going to go through every position you have. We're going to build you your own personalized financial portal, get a bird's eye view of your entire net worth. And we're just going to hone in on every financial issue you have and address them. We're going to talk about income. What's your income plan for retirement? How do you take Social Security? 
How do you draw income from your portfolio? How do you factor in inflation? Inflation's at almost 8%. You've got to have an income plan that accounts for all of these variables. We're going to put together a full income plan for you so you can live off your portfolio and your assets without running out of money. We're going to look at diversification. Did you get hit hard in the last couple of weeks as markets are going down? Do you have too much money in growth, tech stocks, or have you been sitting with way too much money in cash? Paralysis by analysis as the clock is ticking, trying to figure out what to do. We're going to put together a full investment game plan, show exactly how to invest your money to grow it, but most importantly, protect it. And we're going to look at those fees and taxes. Wall Street loves to sell you products with lots of fees, annuities, mutual funds, insurance products. We're going to show you how to reduce all the costs on your portfolio, do a deep dive of every investment and optimize your portfolio for taxes. There's so many things you can do from a tax perspective to put more money in your pocket. If you're one of the next 10 callers, you have over $750,000 saved for retirement. All you have to do is text or call 844-752-6692. That's 844-752-6692. Just simply call 844-PLAN-NYC. That's 844-PLAN-NYC. If you're one of the next 10 callers, you've saved over $750,000 for your retirement. Our team of financial advisors and certified Financial planners will create for you your own unique total financial master plan. Now, there's no obligation, there's no cost, but you won't have a plan if you don't text or call 844 752 6692. That's 844 752 6692, or just simply call 844 Plan NYC. That's 844 P L A N N Y C. So, Bob, you know, with the thousand or so families who advise at our firm, Payne Capital Management, of course, that's P-A-Y-N-E, and the billion dollars or so that we manage, you know, we spend a lot of time helping people set their financial goals. So I thought we could discuss, and this is something we t- discuss on our podcast as well, uh, the Pain Points of Wealth podcast, which you can check out if you go to bebullish.com. But I thought we could talk about determining what your objectives are when it comes to your money and how to determine, you know, really what are those goals and what are you really trying to achieve? Well, you know, Rye, there's really two parts of it, right? There's emotional goals, and then there's just these boring financial goals, right? But you need, you know, you need to be able to finance your emotional goals. So I don't know. How do you get started with that? Well, I think the tricky thing is, and I think this is actually in America, it's a really big deal, is, you know, realizing what are your real goals versus keeping up with the Joneses, right? Because in America, you know, everyone wants to have more you look at what your neighbors have, you look, think about what you want to have, and you, know, you think about what your life should look like. So I think you have to look at it like in a vacuum a little bit. You have to really decide what's important to you, what do you want to spend money on, and what does that actually cost? Yeah, well, that's the whole idea, right? First of all, you have to define what it is you want and why you want it, and you have to actually set some time parameters. Now, certain goals are simple, right? I just had my first grandson, which I'm very excited about. And the first thing I did was establish a 529 plan because I know 18 years from now, when I'm paying tuition to a university, if he, that check doesn't clear, my grandson's not going to college, right? So you have a specific goal. You know exactly what it's going to cost or have a good idea, and you can start planning for that. But when you don't, when it comes to your lifestyle, though, right, you don't really know how to do that, do you? Well, I think the first and foremost is peace of mind, right? I mean, the whole idea of financial independence is it's something you're not worrying about. And you know, one of the litmus tests I always look at is, are you on the golf course checking your phone to see what the market's doing every day? <laughs> is your portfolio extremely volatile where you're sweating it right now? And to me, that's not peace of mind when it comes to your finances. And that's not creating, you know, you need a plan where you're not looking at the market all day. 
Well, I think it's a base case is you got to set a goal in, in terms of how much money do you need to live on, right? So whether you're working or not, because, you know, when you're working, that's human capital. That's part of your portfolio. So first of all, you have to look at what date do you want to declare financial independence and when do you want to go through that transition period where you're no longer living on your paycheck but living on your investments? That's called point B. What do you got to do from there, bud? And that's where you really need to put that income plan in place because if you know it's coming in every month, just like that paycheck, when you were working, it takes so much stress out of the equation. And that's where you can look at when do you take Social Security? What kind of income can you generate on your portfolio? You know, what does the income you need look like five years from now, 10 years from now? Because it's going to be more because of inflation. So these are all the things you have to think about once you establish what you need. And, you know, in addition to that, Bob, like you have to look at like what's realistic and not realistic. That's true. I mean, it, the thing is, when I look at a financial plan, it's something that has to be done every year, right? It's, got, it's in motion. It's, it's a, a work in progress because you got to run what if. What if we are at non-transitory inflation? Hey, how about that, Ryan? Non-transitory inflation. So you have inflation that's been going up every month. What if it keeps going up every month like it did in the 70s, right? You got to run a what if scenario. Um, you know, most of us are living a lot longer than our parents. What if you live to 100? Right. A lot of plans don't account for that. You need to have a strategy where you're updating every year and you stress the test. Your strategy is stress test your plan. That's the only way, you know, that you can sleep at night and be and be comfortable with this. Well, the other thing, too, is like when you understand what your goals are, you can be realistic about what you're doing, because a lot of times I'll have people come to my office and say, hey, you know, I want to maximize the growth on my portfolio. You know, I want to I want to get really aggressive here. I want to take advantage of this this market or not right now, maybe. But, you know, the point is, that's ridiculous. If you think about it, you know, (laughs) the whole idea here is you only want to take the risk that you have to take. And we know, Bob, we look at like 50 portfolios a month. Most of you take way more risk than you should be. And you might be feeling the pain right now, no pun intended. Our last name's pain because you're taking too much risk. That's like anti peace of mind when you're in retirement or trying to retire. Well, that's the thing. You know, you don't want to reach for yield. You don't want to reach for return. It's very simple. You build what I call an evidence portfolio, right? All investment classes have a history to what they return and what they do. What you want to do is look at the worst case scenario, build a portfolio based on that to see if you can achieve your goals. And once you can, then you can start to stress test it and see, what if I want to take more vacations? What if, if I want to retire earlier? What if, if I want to gift money to charity and to my children and my grandchildren? That's what planning is about. It's not about how much money did I make versus you, or did I beat some index that somebody (laughs) makes up, right? It's about achieving your financial goals. That is it, right? That's the magic is like you can play those what if scenarios. And that's the cool thing about like what we do for our clients with our financial portal is we can sit there and say, hey, maybe you want to spend a little bit more money this year, right? You want to go, like you said, you want to, you want to start to look, put that dream plan in place. And then we can run those numbers and you can determine, is it realistic, not realistic? You don't really know unless you really put this stuff down into some sort of like program and start to run the numbers to see what's realistic and what's not. And most of us don't take the time to do that. And Ryan, I found it's the most effective way to manage your own personal risk tolerance, right? We call it A to B, right? Get you from point A to point B with the least amount of risk. Well, guess what, Rye? Today, I'm older than I was yesterday. I'm a lot older than I was when I started in the industry. My portfolio is larger, right? I have a higher probability of achieving my goals. So should I go out tomorrow and take more risk because I can? That's insane, right? What it does, it puts a governor on your emotions and allows you to reduce risk because it's the common sense conclusion. Why take risk for the sake of taking risk? 
Yes, and that's what we call goal-based financial planning. And if you're thinking to yourself right now, that's what I need. I need to start to figure out how does my portfolio correlate to what my dreams and goals are? Are they connected at all? They should be. Well, if they're not, here's your shot to find out. We literally have six slots left. We keep them open for the show. If you have $750,000 saved for retirement, Bob and I will run for your total financial master plan. We'll do it with no obligation or cost. Literally, we look at everything. There's no other firm that'll do this work up front. We literally go through every investment you own. We're going to build you your own personalized financial portal so we can take a bird's eye view of your entire net worth, start to hone in on every issue you have financially you have to address today. We're going to look at that income plan. Do you have one? How are you going to draw from your portfolio? Social Security, there's so many ways to take Social Security. And how do you account for inflation when you need more income later? We're going to put together a full income plan, show exactly how to draw from your portfolio so you don't run out of money over the rest of your life. We're looking at fees and taxes. All these portfolios with Wall Street bills are laden with fees and very complicated strategies that have high taxes as well. We're going to show you how to. We're going to show you how to reduce all those hidden fees on your portfolio and those annuities, mutual funds, insurance products, show you how to optimize your portfolio for taxes, more money in your pocket is better than in the government's pocket. And we're going to look at diversification. Are you getting hit hard now with the markets and turmoil? Are you well diversified, not well diversified? Are you sitting with way too much money in cash, earning nothing as inflation ticks away at almost 8%? We're going to give you a full investment plan to show you not only how to grow your money, but protect it over the rest of your life. We have six slots left if you have over $750,000 saved for retirement. All you have to do is text or call 844-752-6692. That's 844-752-6692. If you're one of our next six callers, you've saved over $750,000 for your retirement. Our team of financial advisors and certified financial planners will create for you your own unique total financial master plan. Now, there's no obligation. There's no cost, no strings attached, but you won't have a plan if you don't text or call right now, 844 752-6692. That's 844-752-6692. Or just simply call 844-PLAN-NYC. That's 844-PLAN-NYC. Hey, if you want to learn more about paying capital management, that's our firm, P-A-Y-N-E. You can go to bebullish.com. That's bebullish.com. You can check out our podcast, Pain Points of Wealth. Got my brother Chris as well. Three pains in a pod. Doesn't get better than that. Stay tuned. We got more, more money coming your way. If you're suffering from ED, you're not alone. 60% of men over 60 have this problem. Help is out there. The professionals at Elevate Wellness can help you be the man you used to be. They've helped thousands of patients and have a 96% success rate. What are you waiting for? Call 973-354-2276. 973-354-2276. Your first visit is only $99. ElevateWellnessGroup.com. Help is out there. ElevateWellnessGroup.com. This is Bob Payne, Chief Investment Strategist at Payne Capital Management, with this week's market update. This week on the Street of Dreams, the market reminded me of the old Timex watch commercials from the 60s. It takes a licking, and it keeps on ticking. There's so much going on right now. As the war in Ukraine continues, NATO is fighting back through economic sanctions. Oil, wheat, and other commodities have gone parabolic. Inflation stands at a 40-year high, and the Federal Reserve is still expected to raise rates and tighten financial conditions next week. Now, the biggest surprise to me this week is the market isn't crashing. Like the old Timex commercial says, it's taking a licking, but it keeps on ticking. Now, to be clear, 
The problems I listed are real and may get worse, but so far the S&P 500 has experienced only a 10% correction, which you can argue was actually overdue. We have not had a 10% correction in the market since the big COVID drop back in March of 2020, and 10% corrections have occurred once per year on average since 1930 and have lasted on average about 54 days before lifting more than 10% from their trading bottom. Now, meanwhile, sentiment is incredibly poor with some of the worst readings I've seen in years. The level of bearishness is on par with what we witnessed during the COVID collapse in 2020 and in late 2018 when the S&P 500 fell 20%. Keep in mind, sentiment is a contrary indicator. When investors are bearish, like now, historically, it represents an excellent buying opportunity. Markets move mostly on the gap between investors' expectations and reality. And as recent surveys show, the former is extremely low right now, while the reality is the economy is on solid fundamental footing. Job openings outnumbered available workers by nearly 5 million in January. 678,000 new jobs were added as the unemployment rate fell to 3.8%. U.S. household net worth just topped $150 trillion, that's a trillion with a T, for the highest number in history, rising a whopping 8.2% from the previous quarter. Now, to put that number in perspective, it stood at about $75 trillion back in 2008, about half of where it is now. Americans have never been this wealthy. While no one can or should time a correction in the market, in my experience, a widening gap between investor expectations and reality happens at the end of a stock market correction, not at its beginning. Hey, my son, Ryan, and I, we have 65 years of building low-cost, tax-efficient, goal-based portfolios. For your free evaluation, all you have to do is text right now, 844-752-6692. That's 844-752-6692. Or just simply give us a call at 844-PLAN. NYC, that's 844-PLANNYC. Hey, this is Bob Payne. I'm the Chief Investment Strategist here at Payne Capital Management. Stop. ED is no laughing matter. This could be caused from low T, high blood pressure, or diabetes. Elevate Wellness can help. 40% of men over 40 have experienced this. Make the call to Elevate Wellness now. 973-354-2276. 973-354-2276. The office visit is only $99 and includes exam, blood work, test dose, and consultation. Call Elevate Wellness. 973-354-2276. Or Elevate Wellness Group. Com. This is More Money with economist Steve Moore. Now, Steve Moore. Welcome back, folks. This is the More Money Show on WABC Talk Radio, the number one talk radio station in these great United States of America. Um, I want to remind you that for the next uh, 20 minutes or so, we'll be taking your calls uh, the two p- topics that I want people to call in. And uh, first, if there's any Democrats, liberals listening to the show and you can please, def- and I'm not saying this in a snarky way, I want you, I want to hear a defense of a smart defense of Biden's energy policies, because I don't see any sense in them. I think they're nonsensical. I think they're dangerous. I think they're hurting our economy and our national security. But if somebody would like to take the opposite position, this is Freedom of Speech Radio. I want to hear from you. I really do. Please 
Tell me why I'm wrong when I say these are crazy lunatic policies that are hurting America when we're reducing American oil and gas and coal production in this great country of ours. Um, the more money hotline number, once again, is 1-800-848-9222. My producer just told me we have one line open right now, but we'll, they'll open up because I'm going to. this is going to be a blitzkrieg. We're just going to go through as many of these calls as we can. And before we get to those, I want to mention two other quick things. One is uh, if you want one of those free consultations from Bob or, and or Ryan Payne, don't forget to call 1-800-PLAN-NYC, and you can get a consultation on managing your money from the best in the business. Uh, our uh, More Money hotline is 1-800-848-9222. Sorry, 1-800-848-9222. That's 1-800-848-WABC. Um, one other quick thing. Uh, if you would like to get the Prosperity Hotline, that we put out every morning. It's an email that goes out to right now about a quarter million people. It's become incredibly popular. Newt Gingrich says it's the first thing he reads every morning, and you can read it in five minutes. And uh, above all else, it's free. It costs you nothing. I'm not selling you anything here, folks. I just want everyone to be well-educated in what's going on with our economy and in Washington. So just go to Committee to Unleash Prosperity, Committee to Unleash Prosperity, uh, and sign up for the email. It is absolutely free. And, uh, I think you'll benefit from it. I think you'll, it's, it's fun, it's funny, and it's educational. And as I said, you can read it in five or six minutes. They're just very smart, smart, smart but short bullet points on what's going on and some of the things you're not going to read in the mainstream media, including, by the way, what's in the Wall Street Journal today. I, I, I love the Wall Street Journal editorial board. I worked there for 10 years. It's got a great piece that is just – it's great, but it's also so disheartening. Earmarks return. You know, earmarks are the pork. Uh, projects that Congress puts in these bills. We, we They have a $1.5 trillion spending bill they passed last week, and this counts um, nearly a 1,000 special interest provisions with billions of dollars for special earmarks, including, uh, you know, a uh, here's one, equitable growth of shellfish aquaculture in Rhode Island, $10 million to remove a hotel in Fairbanks, Alaska, millions more for lobster pots, soccer fields, artist lofts, uh, and on and on, and museums that we cannot afford right now, folks. We're running the $30 trillion national debt. Okay, so I want to get to the, to the calls. Um, we will start, Mr. Purdue. By the way, we have one line open, so there's still time to call on 1-800-848-9222. Mr. Producer, who is our first caller this morning? Our first caller is John from Staten Island. John, what do you got for us? It's a, it's a, what, it's a production. I guess it's a government agency that tells you millions of barrels produced every day. Uh, When we got into Trump, we were already up to 13 million, and then when he left office, take a look, it went down to 10 million. I know. I'm sorry, three million a day, three million a day times 365. You wonder why oil prices didn't go down? But and the other question to reduce the debt. We yes. we gave out how many five trillion, right? Yeah. Yes. So five trillion was handed out to university, colleges, nonprofits, right. Right. banks, everybody. That yeah. money is sitting sitting there for the next ten years. Some of these projects ain't for ten years, so they're carrying trillions of dollars in their bank account. And I'm, I'm, what I wanted to say is, I'm pretty sure it's not being put in the savings loan where I'm getting point oh five 
is probably being brought over <laughs> exactly. to a bigger broker, and the brokers have been flipping that money over like 15% for the big customers while the, the little pint-sized people like us only get 0.05 in our interest. Take yeah. that money right, back. Great, it's in the bank. Great. Get it away from all the big brokers. Put it back in the Federal Reserve and pay off the debt. You got it. Okay, John, great call. Thank you. You're precisely right, my friend. Four to five trillion dollars spent on COVID. We don't even know what happened to a lot of the money, folks. Uh, we do know that there was 150 billion, not 150 million, not 150,000, $150 billion stolen from the unemployment insurance program. The latest estimate is $200 billion in fraudulent Medicaid claims. The PPP program, which was supposed to go to struggling small businesses, uh, we don't know how much fraud was in that program. A lot of the money went to people who don't even live in the United States. How does that, how does that stimulate our economy if we're sending money to Africa? Africa and Central America and South America uh, to fraudsters. Uh, and so there is so much waste in this government. The latest budget does nothing, nothing to deal with the waste or the fraud. It is really outrageous. A new poll, by the way, shows that almost half of Americans believe, as I do, that if we could get rid of the waste in Washington, which is rampant, and get rid of the fraud, we could balance this budget. Okay, Mr. Producer, who is next? Next is Mike from St. James. Mike, thanks for calling. What do you got for us? Hello, Steve. Uh, if conditions change and the president decided to reopen the pipeline and he goes yep. to the companies to tell them to restart construction, would they comply? Yep. No. You know, it's a great point. And a lot of people, I talked to the people who, uh, who were building the Keystone XL pipeline, and they tell me even if Joe Biden changed his mind and said, okay, we are going to build it, we have to start all over again. Think about that, folks. This is a company uh, with investors, American investors, that put billions of dollars in this project. And when Biden killed it, remember, this was his first executive order president was to stick was to stick it to the oil and gas industry and the pipeline people. You, and, and, you know, what is so frustrating about this, I'm so glad you called in about this because, you know, Jen Pizaki said they did it. Well, we have other ways to transport the oil and gas from Alberta, Canada and uh, North Dakota down to Houston. Yeah, we do. You know how we do it if we don't have pipelines? On trucks and trains. Every single study shows that it is much safer for the environment and our health to have that uh, oil and gas transported on, under, underneath the ground in pipelines rather than you know, train derailments. You see trucks turn over and then they cause massive fires uh, because they have so much oil and gas in their truck. I mean, that is an endangerment to the American people. It, it, when, when you have those derailments and the things blow up, it causes incredible emissions in the atmosphere. So somebody tell me how not building pipelines is good for our economy. I mean, is, is, is going to help our, our energy situation and our environment. It's not. It's not. And as I said on Larry Kudlow's show earlier today, if you want to really stop greenhouse gas emissions and you want to uh, clean up the environment, we should be producing oil and gas here in the United States. We have by far the most, the strictest environmental rules, way stricter than, do you think Russia has environmental rules? Do you think Saudi Arabia has environmental rules? Do you think China does? Anybody out there think China cares about climate change? My God, they don't care about climate change. They're responsible for five times as much pollution as we are, and all we're doing is shifting production over to countries like China and Russia. It makes no sense. Okay, Mr. Producer, who, who do we have next? Next is Jerry from New Brunswick, New Jersey. Jerry, thanks so much for calling from New Jersey. What do you got for us? 
Yes, Steve, I keep hearing when I listen to these conservative talk shows that they just can't figure out why Biden is doing something like this. You know, it's so obviously stupid they can't figure it out. Well, it's easy to figure out. Hello? Okay. Yep. Yeah, it's easy to figure out. They're operating on ideology. They're operating on the junk science about CO2, about a climate crisis. It's all nonsense. It all comes from climate computer models. They have the validity of the Ouija board or the magic eight ball. This is all, you know, so I I don't know why they can't figure it out. It's not based on reality or reason. It's based on ideology. It's, you know, you're 100% correct. Great call. We have, and that's why I love, I love doing this show because we have so many smart people who can figure this stuff out oftentimes better than I can. And I, I do this stuff for a living. But, you know, this gentleman is exactly right. Exactly. 100% correct. This is, this is not about science, folks. It is not. It is not about some kind of science. There's, you know, predicting what the weather is going to be of the planet in 50 years. Come on. Does anybody really think these guys know what they're talking about? They can make predictions, but already their predictions they've made, you know, 20 years ago about what the temperature of the planet would be today. Those are wrong. And so um, this idea that we should shut down the American economy, put ourselves in danger to these people like Putin who are murderers and uh, not come to the aid of the Ukrainians. Because when we get the oil from Russia, we're putting the, the money into the hands of Putin, who then turns around and uses that money to murder the Ukrainians, who are the great freedom fighters. It's, it's infuriating. This is this is this gentleman just pointed out. This is a radical ideology of the left to shut down american capitalism it is it is a religion and an ideology it is not a science i can point to a hundred of the most esteemed uh climate scientists in the world who can tell you all the flaws of the things that they're talking about um and so you're so right this is ideology that's the first good you know response i've had but if there's a liberal out there who can explain to me why we're wrong about that, I'm still waiting to hear from you. Mr. Producer, who do we have next? I don't think we have any liberals here yet. Darn but, it. Uh... I keep trying to get the liberals <laughs> to call in. Folks, why won't they call in? Why won't they defend Biden's policies? And you know what? You know why, right? You know why? Because these policies are indefensible. Anyways, we'll let's take some calls then from our conservative friends. Yeah, so let's go to Stu from Brooklyn. Stu, thanks for calling. Hi, Steve. Steve, the explanation of the junk science leads to their uh, their policies, and the, the rationale there is we've got the American uh, fossil fuel industry, and we've dealt them a body blow, but we can't do that in Venezuela or in some of the Gulf states or Russia. So we are not going to – we turned America off. Now we got to get these other fossil-producing countries to quickly deplete their energy. So we're going to buy from them to help deplete it faster. Let me just interrupt you for one second, sir. Why, though? Why would they do that? Do they hate America? I mean, my God, why would we want to create the jobs and the GDP and the output here in this great country rather than send the jobs to Venezuela and Russia and Saudi Arabia? Can you explain that? Easy. There's a very easy answer to that without overanalyzing it. Steve, yeah. you're a bunch of morons. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't think they're stupid. I mean, I think their policies are stupid. But I, I sometimes I wonder. There was a 
interesting piece in the Wall Street Journal yesterday about, um, you know, whether if there was an attack on the United States like they're, they're experiencing in Ukraine, w- the, the question was, would you fight for America? Or would you leave? And an amazing number of liberals said they just leave the country. I mean, I, where is the patriotism? I mean, where is it? <laughs> Do they believe in America? Do they believe that we are a special place on this planet, that we are the greatest country on the earth? I, I Sometimes I wonder. If, I, sometimes I wonder. Okay, Mr. Producer, who we have next? Up next, let's go to Joe. If my call screener can give me the – real Sir, quick, can you, you give me the uh, – there he is. Let's go to Joe from New Jersey. There he, There he is. Yeah, hi. Uh, you, earlier today, you mentioned about uh, most people haven't lived through the uh, interest rate, the high interest rates from years ago. Well, I, yeah. I'm one of those people that have. And I have a question. We, I, we had high interest. I was getting my master's in economics at NYU when Carl was president. We had high interest rates, but you used to be able to make at least a real uh, yeah. interest in savings accounts and CDs, right, right, you know, right. what yeah. happened to that? Is it because the Fed keeps buying up their own bonds? That's exactly, by the way, great call. Well, sir, what, what, year, what year were you born? Uh, 1951. Oh, 51? Yes. 51. I was born in 1960. So you and I both remember the, the ravaging inflation we saw in the 1970s and, and the crash landing we had for the economy. And I'm warning you folks, I think we're looking at it. I hope I'm wrong. I pray at night that I'm wrong. But I think this is going to crash land our economy and we're going to pay a high price for these Biden policies that were supposed to save our country, but I think are burying us in debt. So uh, my point I want to make to you is you, what, do not buy government bonds. I'm not an investment advisor, but folks, you buy those investment those bonds at 2% interest rate. Come on. Does anybody think that inflation is going to be less than 2% over the next 10 years? You're just giving the government your money. Uh, you're right. Your savings is being depleted by this high inflation. We've got to declare war on this American inflation. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.